fire sweeping this land, sweeping through the world, a holy fire, a fire of the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes, yes. And there will be those who will not sense it. And there will be those who will be left on the sidelines. But that's not going to be us because we're going to enter in and we're going to press in and we're going to stir it up and we're going to believe to receive the fire of the Spirit of God right now, right here, in this place, upon our lives. Woo! Burning away. A burning away of the chaff. Burning away of the things not of God. It's time to be the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's time to rise up to be the holy children of the Most High God. The fire of the Spirit is in this place. The fire of the Holy Ghost is in this place. Receive it right now. Receive it over your life. Say, Lord, here I am. I'm ready to burn, burn, burn like never before. Passion for Jesus. Passion for the things of God. Passion to reach others for Jesus. about us, what you think they think about you, keep you from fulfilling the destiny that God has for you. It's time to step up, step out, and fulfill destiny with a fire in your life, the likes of which you've never experienced before. I pray holy boldness over this church, holy boldness over this place. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. Nothing, nothing the enemy tries to do against us, says against us, shall prevail. For the devil is under our feet. He will always be under our feet. He is defeated. He is eternally defeated. We are children of God. Holy fire.
No more limited dreaming in this place. No more small thinking. No more limited dreaming in this place. It's time to break, allow God to break out of the box that you've placed him in because he doesn't belong there. No, 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 no. He is limitless. He is all-powerful. He is El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. We worship you in this house. We worship you in this place. We want more of you, my God. Flood us with your presence. Show us your glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be thy name, O God. Thank you, Jesus. You might think that you're undeserving, but you need to know this. He has made you worthy. He has made you worthy. He has made you worthy to receive everything he's accomplished for you through his redemptive work. We don't receive on the basis of how good we are. We receive on the basis of how good he is. And for everything he's already done and accomplished for us. Glorious days are before us, my friends. It's time to stir yourself up unlike any other time. Do not get caught up with what people say to you or say about you. The only thing that matters is one thing, that's pleasing him. Living a life sold out to Jesus. Living a life of faith and trust in Almighty God. Holy Ghost fire is in this house. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We're not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Have your way, Lord. Teach us, Lord, by your spirit who is our teacher. Thank you, my God. Thank you, my God. Thank you, my God. Woo! Got something? Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord just showed me that there's some in here that have a spirit of heaviness on them. And it's just hard to shake that off. You've just been kind of carrying that around with you. It is what that is, a spirit. And if you're dealing with that, if there's a heaviness that just doesn't seem to leave, we need to deal with that. And and you need to come forward. We need to get that off of you in Hallelujah. the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you're here Hallelujah. and you need that, Hallelujah. can't stay in the Hallelujah. name of Jesus. Heaviness doesn't belong Praise to you. Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Y'all stretch your hands this way right now. Hallelujah. We're family in here. We believe right now in Jesus' name. It's coming off of you. Just say right now. Just, if you're not even being laid, pray for it. Just say right now. It's coming off of me in Jesus' name. It cannot stay in Jesus' name. I'm free from it in Jesus' name. Ha, ha, ha. He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Glory to God. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, my Lord. Woo, there's freedom in this house. There's freedom in this place. Ha, ha. Woo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
tell you that you're going under, you need to learn to laugh. Because, see, he's already under your feet. Amen. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Glory to God. He heaviness cannot stay. Heaviness cannot stay. Woo! Holy Ghost fire. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Fire of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. I was listening. Um, my wife got a message from uh, one of the ladies who attend her uh, Bible study, and she said, you have to watch this. And so I watched it, and um, one of the things that I think sometimes we Christians do is make excuses for where we're at. Instead of saying, you know what, God? I know I'm not where I'm supposed to be. So I'm going to go forward right now in you. I'm going to step forward right now in you. And I'm expecting, I'm expecting. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. so strong no more excuses no more excuses no more excuses it's time to put a focus on Jesus do you recognize and understand who you truly are you're a child of God you are a child of God I'm a child of God it amazes me I say it amazes me it amazes me that he picked me, but he did, and he picked you. Aren't you glad that he picked you? Aren't you glad that he is so much in love with you, that he died on the cross for you? Amen. Woo, hallelujah. It's time to say, God, I'm ready to go. I, I, I. We cannot look backwards and then go forward. We have to keep our focus forward in order to fulfill destiny. Amen. You have to look forward. You got to keep your focus on Jesus and on things above. I'm not saying you're not going to have challenges in your life. But isn't it good to know you know the one who's already faced those same challenges and came out victorious? And now that he, the one who is the victorious one, is living in you, which makes you a victorious one in him. Woo! Glory to God. Sometimes you just got to get it. Sometimes you got to just stomp your foot. And imagine you're stomping on the top of the head of the devil. No more! I'm not going to do any more making any more excuses. I'm not going to do any more grumbling and complaining. I got people to reach for Jesus. I said, I've got people to reach for Jesus. People need to know him. Because Jesus is coming back shortly. Very soon. What would you do if he came right now? Woo! What a glorious day that would be. But in the meantime, let's have some other glorious days. Fulfilling our destinies. Reaching others for him. Amen. Glory to God. Well, if you believe it, shout amen.
so be it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, worship team. Hallelujah. Stretch your hands this way real quickly, please. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, you never know what the person beside you might be going through. You may not know that what that person in the car that's giving you fits is going through. You may not know what the person who's checking you out in the grocery store is going through. You may not know who that person sitting beside you in the restaurant is going through. Jesus does. And that's where we have got to maintain a heart sensitive to the Spirit of God. And then be willing to do whatever He leads us to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! We serve such a good God. We serve such a good God. Aren't you glad for His mercy? He's a good God. His mercy endures forever. Never, not ever, 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 when you mess up and you confess it to him, will he look at you and say, sorry, you've hit the limit of my forgiveness for you. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. I said it's never going to happen. Do not have more faith in your, your sin than you do in the blood of Jesus. I have faith in the blood of Jesus. I don't know how many times I say that in my life almost every day, probably several times in a day. I have faith in the blood of Jesus. I believe that it's greater than any sin. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad for Jesus? Aren't you glad that he came to the earth, died on the cross with your sins, for your sins, what a good, good God we serve. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you just close your eyes just for a moment? Hallelujah. We're not going to rush this. There's a sweet presence of the Lord here. Thank you, 
thank you, Lord. We could stand before you justified. Just as if we had never sinned. Because of what you've done. Because of your precious blood. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. He's so good. He's so good. He's so worthy. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. reading this the other day 1st John chapter 3 and the Lord just reminded me of it behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we everybody say that's me everybody say that's me that we should be called children of God therefore the world does not know us because it did not know him beloved now everybody say now we are children of God and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be but we know that when he is revealed we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Oh, glory to God. Ooh. Now we are children of God. We are children of God. Right here, right now, in this place, is destiny. There's destiny in every single one of you in this place. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are destiny when you were born destiny was birthed with you in you sure it's true we've got to discover what it is but God will reveal it to you God will show you what it is destiny Woo. you know I, I, I've said this to you I believe just recently I, I'm trusting the Lord to become more godly and side minded and become more eternity minded. I I have to put things in their proper perspective. I've got to always, 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 always give God first place. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto me. Amen. Seek first the kingdom of God. I said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto us. Praise the Lord. What a good God. What a good God. Aren't you thankful for his presence? Thank you, Jesus. 
Yes, hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, lift your hands one more time and shout, Jesus! Thank you, John. Glory to God. We're going to take up our tithes and offerings now. If you need an offering envelope for your giving, please slide a hand up. And I want you to go uh, to Hebrews, not Hebrews, excuse me. It's in the same Bible. Proverbs. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 10. I want to share a scripture. Because I have heard people say that... Um, Prosperity is wrong. Being blessed is wrong. And I don't want to I don't want to have anything to do with that prosperity message. I don't want to have anything to do with that. Friends, I'm going to tell you something. If our God can have the kind of place that he has where the streets are pure gold and the gates are giant pearls and he has all these emeralds and so forth all around his throne. And then he looks down on the creation he created and says, I want my children to barely get along, does not compute in my head. Now there are some who will say, sometimes God will say no to you because God knows what it's going to do to you. And so God doesn't want that to happen to you. Now, I want to throw this out, and I want you to catch this. Proverbs 10, verse 22 says, The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. And he adds no sorrow to it. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. That is not, thus saith Pastor Dan. That is thus say of God. His blessing upon our lives will make us rich, and with that, he adds no sorrow to it. Now, where does the sorrow come if it comes? It comes because of our disobedience to him. Are you hearing me? We allow ourselves to get caught up with the lusts of the flesh or the lusts of the eyes or the pride of life. Ooh, look at me. Look at what, look at what I've got done. I obtain all this gold. I am better than you. That's what opens you up to all that junk that so many people go through because they begin to love the money. They begin to love the riches. We need to have an, a, a mentality. I desire to be blessed, Almighty God, but I desire to be blessed for a reason. So I can be a blessing. So I can bless others. I want this to be something that is just reverberating off of your hearts. Because, see, if you catch this, 
then you're going to be, your heart would be open to saying, God, flood me. Come on, come on, come on, come on, flood me. Come on, flood me with your blessings. You know that that word blessing, one of the meanings of it is to empower to prosper. It means empower to succeed. So God wants you to, he wants you blessed. If you do what he tells you to do, you're going to be blessed. I'm sorry, that's what the Bible says. I'm sorry. I'm going to take it. I'm going to receive it. And then I'm going to be a blessing with it. I'm going to sow it as he leads me to. I, we have made this decision a long time ago. We are always going to be tithers. We have been. Since I got turned on for Jesus, God got a hold of my life, I've been a tither. And I, I can stand here before you knowing that my God has kept us through, I mean, through thin and through thick. Amen. He has rebuked the devourer off of our sakes over and over and over again. And I know this much. Not once have I received a blessing from him that came with sorrow. It came with joy. Because I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew. Glory to God, he loves me. He believes in me. He wants me blessed. And he wants me blessed so I can be a blessing. If that's your attitude, watch it come. Watch it come. Watch it come. Watch it come. God knows he can get it through you. God will get it to you. Blessed to be a blessing. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. He adds no sorrow to it. Amen. Glory to God. And can I just throw this out for free? Um, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. And I'm not trying to be mean when I say this. If you don't want to give or if you feel like I'm being too uh, twisting your arm or whatever the case is, please don't give because you're throwing your money away. Not saying that we wouldn't use it for the glory of God, but the bottom line is you'll get nothing out of it. You're called to give with joy. Amen. God loves a cheerful giver. And if it doesn't make you happy, or if you feel like you're, you're being forced to do it, listen, I'm going to find how many ministers will stand up and say something like this. Don't give. But I guarantee you, if you do, and you do it in faith, you watch. The blessings of God are going to come and overtake your life. And the more you keep doing it, the more it keeps coming. It doesn't matter. See, I don't care how it comes either. I don't care how it comes. I just know it is. We are getting to a season. This is one of the things that minister was talking about. We're getting to a season where the reaper is going to overtake the sower, which means what? Before you can even put the seed in the ground, the harvest is already going to be coming in. I was just going to soak. Whoa, here comes the harvest. Blessed to be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. Amen. We are, I'm telling you, we're a church that gives. We are a church that gives, and we're going to get it. We're going to give even more. Because God knows if he can get it through us, he will get it to us. And he will take care of us. Bless us beyond measure. Amen. How many would like to have everything you have in, that you owe on gone, debt-free? No, owe no man anything but love. 
Is that even possible, Pastor Ben? Oh, ho, ho, you come to know my heavenly daddy, you wait and see. And then all of a sudden, instead of pay, paying your mortgage, you're taking that amount of money and giving it to the church or giving it to other ministries and giving it to those, those evangelists and giving it to those, to those, those godly teachers out there and missionaries all over this world. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. I, I'm just on it right now. It's the truth, man. Excuse me, man. It is the truth. I, my heart's cry, my heart's cry is always to do it God's way. Amen. God has a way to do it. The world has a way to do it. How many know that God's way is better? How many know that's the way we should be doing it since we are his kids? Amen. How many want to be more blessed than ever before? And how many want to be a greater blessing than ever before? We are blessed to be a blessing. Hallelujah. Hold your offerings up and let's pray. So, Father, right now, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this opportunity to bring our tithes and sow our seed into this good ground of celebration of life, church. We believe in the name of Jesus that our best days are before us as we walk out the plan and purpose you have for us and for this church. Right now, I know, Father God, you are opening the windows of heaven and pouring out so much blessing upon us, there's not enough room to contain it all. In other words, you want us blessed beyond measure. And Father, you go on to say that you rebuke the devourer for our sake. You rebuke the devourer for our sake. Hallelujah. So that every seed we've sown and every seed we will sow will come back to us, a mighty harvest. We expect it and we thank you for it now. We are blessed to be a blessing in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Hello. This scripture, it's uh, Proverbs 11, 24, 25, says, Generosity brings prosperity, but withholding from charity brings poverty. 25 says, Those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them. Amen. And the one who pours out his life to <clears throat> pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. Amen. Amen. It's just all through the Bible, isn't it? Praise God. All right, who's doing children's church? My beautiful daughter is doing children's church. For kids, you are now welcome to come and enjoy, have fun. Bam. Have a good time. See you later. All right. All right, good to see you guys. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. How many are ready for the word this morning? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, as I uh, have been studying this, and I know this would be true for you and for anybody else, the more I study it, the more excited I get. The more excited I get, the more I want to study it, get into it. I firmly believe what God has said in his word is so. Amen. What God has said in his word is so. There is, um, there is an enemy out there that's very real. And he's going to be coming against the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's happening even as I speak. There are things happening right now where the enemy is trying to stir up governments against the church. 
But again, I must remind you of one thing and one thing alone. We win. We've already won in Christ Jesus. Amen. And so the reason I'm saying that is because you cannot take lightly your time in the Word of God. You cannot approach it from the perspective of, I don't like to read. There are a lot of people who don't like to read, and I understand that. So what can you do? Do you know that there are places that you can actually listen to the Bible? There's apps you can listen to the Bible? And there are all kinds of different ministers out there, anointed, Holy Ghost, uh, 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 just incredible ministers out there that you can go and watch, uh, what do they call them, podcasts or whatever it is. It, it's, it's out there. Watch the, you can go watch services and get so tanked up and so full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. But you've got to get yourself prepared for what's coming. For what's coming isn't, oh, thank you, Jesus. How many believe that you're seeing things you've never seen before in this world? There are things taking place right now in this world. That, I mean, when I see some of it, in my mind, sometimes I envision myself being there and what I would do if I was there. And, and, and of course, sometimes, uh, understand, sometimes I'm re reacting out of my flesh instead of out of my heart. But the bottom line is this. We have a mission from God to go into this world and let our light shine before men. We're called to let our light shine. I said, we're called to let our light shine. People should see a difference in you and me. What is it about you? Everybody out there is freaking out, but not you. You're smiling. You're full of joy. You got peace like a river Ooh, all over you. What's the difference? Jesus. Jesus. Now, I believe the Lord is wanting me to say this to you because I'm fixing to get in talking about what does the Bible say in certain areas. You've got to be somebody who loves to read your word. If you don't love reading the Bible, you need to ask God for the grace to do that. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, to, to understand what you're saying in your word. You know that we have the Holy Spirit in us, and one of his reasons he's in us is to teach us and guide us into the truth. Again, I was talking to an individual, and I, uh, I was saying, you know, uh, a person had approached me and said that if you get, put nine different pastors in a room together, or ten, whatever it was, and they're all different denominations, and, and, and you brought up the topic of, of the baptism of the Holy Spirit was speaking with other tongues, and that every one of those pastors from all these different denominations would have a different interpretation of what's, what, that, what that is. Many will say it's passed away. Others will say it's of the devil. There's all kinds of different uh, uh, ways of looking at the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that person said to me, it's okay that everybody has a different interpretation. To which I said, no, it's not. I said, no, it's not. We have one Holy Spirit who is the true author of the book. And if you can't be led by him into the truth of the word, friends, you're going to be open to the deception of the enemy. You've got to know what the Bible says. So that's why you need to read your Bible. Why has God got me on this? Not in my notes. You've got to be someone 
who is constantly reading your... Listen, can I just give you some, some good advice? And Ron, I know I don't know if you still do it, but we have a, a Bible reading plan of reading through the New Testament. It's called 5 by 5 by 5 You read for five days, you've got two days off. Five days, two days off. Five days, two days off. Of course, I never take a day off, but anyway, that's, that's the point. The point is, is it's reading through the New Testament, which is part of what we are now. We are part of the New Testament, a part of the New Covenant. Amen. So it's important that you learn to read your Bible. Do you? I don't want to see you shaking. I cannot express this to you enough, how much I love the Bible. I love reading the Bible. I, I, I'm not saying this, again, to put me up on a pedestal. I'm trying to do this to show you I'm not just telling you to do it, but not doing it myself. I'm not a hypocrite. I love to read my Bible. I said I love to read my Bible. I love to study the Word of God. I love to go watch, like she had me watch that, 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 that minister there in uh, Florida and, and sharing that Word. I, I love that. It gets me stoked. It gets me excited. Because, see, I see people who are down there getting excited. Glory to God, I know I can be excited because I'm always going to be excited because I'm living for Jesus, and that makes me excited. I'm about saying the word excited. Hallelujah. Hungry for the word. Hungry for... Are you a Christian? Are you a Christian? Then you need to find out who you are in Christ. That right there will change your world big time. I'm in Christ. What does that mean to you? I'm in. I am a new species of being that's never existed before in the history of man. Glory to God. We are beings that the old covenant didn't understand were coming. They didn't, they didn't know about the church. They didn't know what Jesus was going to do. And make available for all of us to receive him into our hearts. Get born again. Our spirits go from death unto life because of Jesus. Because of our faith in Jesus and what he's done for us. Hallelujah. I am not the same as I used to be. I've got eternal life in me. His life. The God kind of life. Zoe life. I just like to say that word zoe. It's the Greek word for you. For the God kind of life. Zoe. Everybody say Zoe. How can your spirit be strong if you're not feeding on what makes it strong? You have got. Do you think that if I stopped eating and or just ate just a little bit a day, I would be able to live for very long? Have you ever seen the movie, I mean, that's not a movie, a series called Alone, where they got to go out into these places, and they're out there, and they got to survive, and the one that stays the longest wins, and, and all of this stuff, and they're eating worms, and they're eating bugs, and they're eating whatever they can, and I'm like going, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I know I couldn't do it, by the way, so, but the point I'm trying to get is, eventually some of them get taken off the show because they have lost so much weight and they're going to die. Their physical bodies are going to die. Well, why do we feed our bodies three square meals a day, but only feed our spirits one meal a week? 
and expect for our spirits to be strong. I open my Bible up and I say, thank you, Holy Spirit, you're my teacher. I believe you're going to lead me into the truth of the word right now. I enter the word reverently, I enter the word expectantly, and I believe that this word is going to strengthen my spirit and renew my mind. So that my thoughts become your thoughts. So that my ways become your ways. So that I am strengthened to keep my flesh under and to do what he's called me to do. Is it just for me? Or is it for all of us as Christians? Why do I share these things with you? Again, to toot my own horn. Look at me. I read my Bible every day. Ha, ha, ha. Or am I doing it because I want to show you I mean business. I'm not a hypocrite. I know what this will do for you. I want to see a church full of people so hungry for Jesus that when we come together, hallelujah, the spirit of God gets to moving and people are just shouting and people are just running and people are just crying and people are just experiencing him in a greater way than ever before. I want his glory. All of our souls. He is. Do you know he's always there where two or three are gathered in his name? But there are a lot of times people come to church and the spirit of God gets to moving. They have no clue that he's there. They just kind of sit back and go, boy, these people are weird. Do they not know what's going on in the world right now? Do they not know how hard life is? Do they not know how big the devil is? <laughs> Come on. It's true. People, I, I don't want to be somebody who comes to a service where the Spirit of God is moving and I don't get anything. I'm not sensing anything. Now, don't get me wrong. We're called to live by faith, not by sight, not by how we feel. And if you're not there yet, don't get, I'm not speaking condemnation over you. What I am doing is encouraging you. And showing you how you can get to the place where your spirit man is stronger and more sensitive to the spirit of God. Shouldn't that be what we all want? Hallelujah. Okay, God, am I going to get on this message? Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you hungry for him? You know, one of the things you can start to do as well is start to speak that out of your mouth. Lord, I'm hungry for you. Even if you don't really feel that you are, say it anyway. I'm hungry for you. I want to hunger after you more than I hunger after a juicy T-bone steak. I want to hunger after you more than I enjoy watching a Dallas Cowboy. I tell you, that's a stretch right now for my life. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hungry for God. Why, why wouldn't we be? I was, um, we, of course, you know we have Emmy, it's our granddaughter. And um, Pastor Joni mentioned this to me a while back, that when she asked Brooke a question about Emmy, Emmy will stop what she's doing and watch what mom's going to say. And I saw, I noticed it after that. And then I started to realize 
I have a responsibility. I'm her, I'm her pappy. I have a responsibility to speak life to that little girl, to love on that little girl, to encourage her and let her know she's special and that God loves her, that Pappy loves her, that she's a big girl. I tell you what, I've seen a difference. Now, she, it's like I said this last night to Casey, I said, one thing about it is, all of a sudden, she was, she was in my office the other day, and um, she was, came in to see me, and she uh, wanted me to pick her up. Well, she's standing on my Bible. And when she's standing on my Bible, my Bible is, as you can tell, is quite thoroughly been used a lot. And it was all scrunched up and squished up. And I'm going, Emmy, you're standing on my Bible. And she looked down and she looked up and she said, sorry, Peppy. I said, that's cool, girl. <laughs> I kind of melted my, melted my heart, you know. You hear it step on us more. No. <laughs> but you see, what am I trying to get across here? I got to speak life to her just like you need to speak life over yourself and to those around you. We've got to be people who speak life. We've got to be people who speak the word to one another. When you come together, we have got to have an attitude of, I'm going to talk about the Bible today. I'm going to share Jesus with others today. It should be. Get your guns out, guys. I hear birds. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise you, Jesus. Anyway, the word, the word, the word. Aren't you glad that you come to a church where the word is preached? Aren't you glad you come to a place that is, is, is not telling you a bunch of theories or telling you about heartwarming stories that would stroke your emotions but absolutely help you not one bit? You can go to places right now where they never open their Bibles at all. They'll just have you repeat certain lines, religious lines that sound real good, but aren't going to help you one bit. This is what sets you free. We shall know the truth, and the truth shall make us free. Hallelujah. I am convinced that God has us on this study that I'm not getting into right now, but it, I am, Lord. I know. Yes, you're right. You've just corrected me. I am. Not on the paper that I have put together there, my sermon I put together. Hallelujah. I am convinced that God wants us to get to a place where our hearts are ever sensitive to the Holy Spirit, more so than ever before. We're going to get to the place when he speaks to us. We're not going to toss it around and wonder, is that God? We're immediately going to know, that's him. That's him. That's God. And how many know that if you get to that place, then stepping out to do what he's telling you to do becomes easy? Because, see, God's never going to ask you to do something that's going to cause you harm or position you to experience the curse. God is going to only God will only speak to your heart to do things that are going to set you up to be blessed and to be used mightily by him. Do you want to do the miraculous? Do you want to be able to lay hands on the sick 
see them recover? Do you expect to do the works of Jesus? I do. And, it's, and again, I'm not elevating myself, making myself to be somebody that I'm not. I'm a child of God, and so are you. You're a new creation. Why did you become a new creation? Think about it. Why couldn't we just be like all those other religions? I'm going to follow after you, God. I'm going to, you know, and if I mess up, I'll get a, some broken glass and crawl across it. Beat myself with a chain and, and all this other stuff if I do something wrong. In other words, they are, religion always is reaching out to God. Christianity is God reaching out to us. And he's already done it through Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Why did we become new creations? Why did you have to be born again? Because, see, otherwise, God could not live in you. Or you just be gone. It's the truth. We had to get, we had to become new wineskins. For the new wine. We had to become new wine skins. For the new wine. We had to get born again. Our spirits had to have his life in us. So now. When you get, when you get born again. He goes I'm going I'm I'm to get them born again. And I'm going to live in them now. <laughs> I'm going to go live in them now. God. Is living in me. And I know that makes me a whole lot different. Than a lot of people out there in the world are. I've got God living in me. Why does this get me so much more excited than you look on your faces right now? <laughs> Not See, I'm looking up so nobody thinks I'm talking about them. It should be something we're excited about. I got God living in me. I'm a born-again believer, a child of God, a new creation in Christ Jesus. I know I say it all the time because it gets me excited to say it. I've got God living in me. Why is God living in me? And again, I always fall back on this statement I heard it years ago. I don't want God to be a spiritual hitchhiker. Just ride along with me till I get to heaven. Then he'll just jump out. Don't need to get in the stay there anymore. <laughs> why is he there? Why do, why do we have God in us? Because he wants us to do the works of Jesus. He wants us to throw the limitations off. He wants us to stop thinking small. And stop having limited dreaming. He wants us to take him at his word. He wants us to rise up to be the mighty women and, and, and men of God he's always destined for us to be. There's nothing the enemy can throw against us that we cannot overcome. I love Jesus. See, now, I don't, you know, I... I'm just going to say from a man's perspective because I'm a man. Before I turned my life over to Jesus, I started living for Jesus. My mentality of Jesus was he was, forgive me for saying it this way, he was a wimp. You know, I, that was that man mentality. At least it was my mentality about where Jesus was. But then all of a sudden when he got a hold of my life and I came to realize what he did for me, we can't even begin to comprehend. God became man and lived on this earth just like me. Same emotions, same feelings. If he stubbed his toe, he probably said, ouch. He did all of that 
so he could then be, be bring forth a mighty race of people, mighty beings created in his image and likeness to go into the world and be the light wherever we go, to show the world God's love, compassion, mercy, goodness, power. You have been born again for a reason. And you need to find out who you are in this word. Can I just get way, way, way ahead of myself in hearing from God? The number one way you hear from God, it is God's word, the words of God right here. You open it up, it's God speaking to you. See, that right there should get you excited. Because, see, if, if you really believe this is God speaking to you, then why would you hesitate to do what the Bible's telling you to do? Just saying. Just saying. If I ever stand up here before you and I say something to you that doesn't line up with the word, it's not according to the Bible, please throw it away. Because I know this is what saves you. I know this is what delivers you. I know this is what heals you. I know this is what blesses you. Glory to God. I said that about Jesus being a wimp because once I got, came to know him and what he did for me, my image of Jesus is no longer as a wimp. I, my image of Jesus is, man, he's a man. We, there's not a human being that could have done what he did. No one. No one. You see, we, we, we think that we have a knowledge and understanding. Oh, Jesus was beaten and went, had stripes upon his back and went to the cross and died there. Could you imagine having those, a cat of nine tails coming across your back and ripping the flesh off every time it came, came out? So what that, that's what that was. It had nine different straps with little pieces of bone and steel at the end of it that when it came across the back of Jesus and was ripped off, it ripped his skin off. And he got 39 stripes that way. 39 stripes he received. That's a man. And then he had a crown of thorns shoved onto his, uh, his head. They say the thorns were at least two inches long. Two inches. Went deep into his brow. They say that's where you bleed the most from in that, that area. Is that true? You bleed just, you know, unbelievable. They pulled his beard out. They spat on him. That's not something I like to have happen to me. They ridiculed him. They made fun of him. They nailed him on a cross. Real big spikes through his wrists. Through his feet. He got on that cross. He's on that cross. He didn't say, Father, I rebuke thee for what they've done to me, the way they've treated me. I came to show them you and your love, and look how they've rejected me. I sent fire and curse upon them. It's not what he did, is it? He could have. He could have called the angels down right down, thousands upon thousands of angels to save him. But he didn't. 
He looked down from that cross and he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He saw you. Every one of you in this place. He saw me. Forgive Daniel. He knows not what he does. That's a man's man. That's my Jesus. My heart is sold out to him. And I'm going to live for him all the days of my life here on this earth. I'm going to, by his grace, fulfill my destiny, bring him glory and honor, because he's worthy of it all. You have got to come to know him. And it's not just going to happen by coming to church one day and then going the rest of the week, never once opening your Bible up. Never once looking at any other stuff to strengthen your spirit, man. You've got to take the time. Read your Bibles. Get strengthened in your heart. Get your mind renewed with it. Then when, when, when the devil comes, he will come with deceptive thoughts. He will try to bring words of discouragement to beat you down. And when it comes, he will twist it and make, that's really God speaking. God's mad at you. God's angry at you. He comes to deceive. And he tries to get us to give up. See, I don't have what it takes to be a Christian. To throw in the towel. You see, when you have knowledge of the word, when you know what the Bible says, you, when the, those thoughts come, you, you remind the devil of what the Bible says. You get your spiritual sword out. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. I said there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. None. He doesn't come to bring condemnation. He comes to bring conviction so that we get ourselves right with him by calling on the blood of Jesus Christ, receiving the cleansing flow of the blood, knowing our God is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to remove our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. And he chooses not to remember them anymore. You know what humans have a tendency to do? Oh, I forgive you, but I'm not going to forget what you did. That's not what God does. I forgive you. I choose not to remember them any longer. Can I just throw this in right now? One of the hardest things for us to do as Christians, as human beings, is to forgive ourselves and then choose not to remember what we've done. How many have ever said, God, forgive me. Father, I don't feel like forgiving myself, but I'm going to do it because your Bible says to. I forgive myself. But how many times have you been beaten up the rest of your day because you messed up? You kept beating yourself up because of what you did. Is that God? Who's doing that? Who's bringing the condemnation? Who's bringing the guilt? Is it God? See, if you don't know what the Bible says, some people, the devil has been deceiving for as long as he's existed. He's been a deceiver. Are you listening? He knows what he's doing. He's a good deceiver. That sounds so wrong, doesn't it? He's good at what he does. He will twist the thoughts to make you think that it's either yourself thinking those thoughts or it's God bringing you those thoughts. But if you know the Bible, 
if you know what the Bible says. Ooh, you can cast down those vain imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Oh, thank you, Lord. I refuse to believe that stuff. I believe only what you said in your word. Then you speak the word. You speak the word. I choose not to remember what I've done. I thank you that the blood of Jesus is greater than that sin. I know you're faithful and just. You have forgiven me. I know my sins are gone from me. As far as the east is from the west, that means there's never an end. We will never be able to see it. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. I don't know why I started thinking about it. It's gone. I've ever seen that. How many have never seen porn? It's, what is it called? Well, they call it real. Riley can't stand it. But we, anyway, I'm sorry I got off, right off. I got off on this little tangent that really has nothing to do with church. It's gone. It's, never mind. What? Have you ever had those little stupid songs that you just catch you and you can't stop singing them? Anyway, um, where was I at? Oh, it's gone. Sin's gone. But that does not mean the devil is going to leave you alone. He will come and try to condemn you. Get you over to guilt. And get you the feeling, I, I can't do this. You don't have what it takes to be a Christian. I don't have what it takes to be a Christian. Let me say this with as much compassion and love as I possibly can. You don't deserve any of this. You're not worthy to receive any of this in and of yourself. Your worthiness and your ability to do this comes from him because of what he's done for you. That comes as a result of knowing what the Bible says. Are you hearing me? Thank you, Jesus. Hearing from God should not be something we do occasionally. Just when we're going through those hard times in life or just when you come to church on Sunday. It should be something that's happening every day. And I am not, I'm going to throw this out right now, and I'm going to probably have to repeat this throughout this teaching. I'm not talking about an audible voice. I have never in all my years heard an audible voice. Now, I've had times where God spoke to me. It was so strong to me that I thought it was him speaking to me audibly. But can I, if you feel like you want to hear from God audibly, do you understand that means you're more flesh ruled still than heart ruled? Because if it's God, God's spirit, I'm a spirit, he's going to speak to my spirit. Now, there will be times where God will come because, of, and I'm, again, I'm getting way ahead of myself. There are going to be times where God will speak to you more authoritatively. And then he will speak to somebody else to speak it over your life because you're not catching it yet. Or it will be a word of confirmation of something God's leading you to do. It's going to be a challenge for your life. Like when we moved from Missoula over here to Bozeman. We were settled over there. We were fine over there. We had enough money. We had a nice home. God was blessing us. But then God called us the Bozeman, home of the Bobcats. At that time, I didn't like the Bobcats. I'm sorry. It was just the truth. I was a Grizzly fan. That <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> All right, you're dismissed. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. There will be times when God will do those kinds of things, but for the most part, it's not going to come in your life. The number one way God is going to speak to, to you is through his word. 
all of a sudden, a scripture will come to mind. Why am I thinking about that? What do you think it is? Because the Holy Spirit is quickening, quickening you to, to all of a sudden get that, that, that the word in your, in your mind, in your soul, because you need that word to overcome what's coming up the, up the road. Amen. We have got to be determined, 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 determined that we're going to hear from God. And that, just stick with this. It is not just for a few, few chosen ones. It's not just for those in the ministry. It's for all of us as Christians. You, he is your heavenly daddy just as much as he's my heavenly daddy. You have the same Holy Ghost living in you as I have living in me. You've got the same Lord and Savior as I do. And just as I know I can hear from him, I know you can hear from him too. Amen. It will change your life forever. It will change your life forever. Amen. So what do we got out of this today? That Bible should be special to you. You know, I, I, and again, I, I, I'm just saying this from my perspective. I guess it shows my age. I love having a written Bible. The whole Bible that I can pick up. I know a lot of people, you know, I've got my iPads or my iPhones, and, and that's cool. I mean, I've done that before. Someone starts using a different translation that I don't have. I'll get my iPhone out, and I'll go and find the scriptures, you know, on that iPhone. But there's just something about being able to write in your Bible. Write in there and mark on it and, and, and just, you know, God reveals something to you. You've read a thousand times. It just, whoosh, it's so amazing. God is wanting to do this for all of us. Hearing from him will change you. Knowing that he is speaking to you will change you. Expecting to hear from you will change you. Amen. Glory to God. Let's pray. Father, thank you now for your word. Your word is truth. Lord God, I'm praying for these people that everyone in this room will have a hunger for the truth of the word of God unlike any other time in their lives. May everyone in this room say, God, I've never been one to read, but I'm asking you right now to help me. Help me to to understand what the Word says as I open it up now to read it, or as I go on my iPad to read it, or as I'm listening to it through my iPhone. Show me, Holy Spirit. Show me. Reveal it to me. Strengthen my spirit with it. Renew my mind with it. I expect to hear from you, Almighty God, through your Word today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You're so good to us. You're so good to us. We are your children. We belong to you. We believe, Father God. We're here on this earth for such a time as this. Our best days are before us. Oh, they might be the biggest and greatest challenges we'll ever face. But glory to God with your help. With your grace, with the anointing on our lives, there's nothing we will face that we can't overcome. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you in this place. Thank you, Father. All of us are having a greater hunger for you than ever before. To know you in a greater way, Father. Hallelujah. Now with your eyes closed, no one looking around. If there's anybody in this room who would say, Pastor Dan, I don't even know if I'm born again. I don't even know if I died today, I'd go to be with Jesus. I want to give you that opportunity right now. 
I want to give you the opportunity to make the greatest decision you'll ever make in your life. If you don't know that you know that when you leave this earth, you're going to go to be with Jesus, I'm going to give you that opportunity. Again, it's the greatest decision you could ever make. The greatest decision I've ever made. If I'm speaking to you on that occasion, just slide a hand up right now. I'm going to pray with you. I'm not here. I see that hand going up. You can put it back down. Anybody else would say that's me. Or maybe you would say this. Uh, Pastor Dan, I'm a Christian, but I've been living my own way. I've been doing my own thing. And I need to come back to the Father's house. I need to return to my Heavenly Father, to the kingdom of God, living for God. If I'm speaking to you on that occasion, slide a hand up. I see that hand, I see that hand, I see that hand. Three hands have gone up. You can put your hands down. I want everybody to look up. So three people have raised their hand. Three people have raised their hand. All of heaven is rejoicing right now. We haven't even prayed yet, but I'm all of heaven is rejoicing. Oh, look what's happening down at Celebration of Life Church. Woo! Glory to God. Well, we're going to pray a prayer together. For those who raised your hands, God saw it. I saw it. I know that you mean business. And as we repeat this, as you repeat the prayer that I'm going to have you pray, pray it from your heart. Not as a parrot repeats what a person says, but from your heart. And let's make heaven have a good old party on your behalf. So raise your hand up right now, all of us. Everyone in this room, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus. Lord Jesus, you are my Lord. I ask you to live big in my life as my Lord and Savior. I believe I'm a child of God. Heaven is my home. Now, Heavenly Father, I call upon the blood of Jesus, and I receive your mercy, mercy from all sins. And I believe right now for grace to live for you, not just today, but all the days of my life sold out to Jesus. I thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo! Glory to God. Isn't that going to be cool when you get to heaven? Man, we had a party when you did that, dude. It was so fun. Anyway, glory to God. Please keep coming. Please invite people. Amen. Like my daughter Brooke said, don't be like the weird dude trying to get the guy to come and frowning on people because they got tats. That's not something we should do, right, Kelby? <laughs> Hallelujah. Megan, my, all of my kids. Anyway, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I heard one minister say this. You know your church is getting old if nobody in your worship team has tattoos. And I look up and I say, well, our whole worship team right now has tattoos. So we're good. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we love you much. I'm excited because I know God's got great plans for us, for this church, for you. Amen. Father, I pray a special blessing on them now as they go. I'm asking you to keep everybody safe. Bring everybody back safely Wednesday night if they're able to come. Wednesday, for the, excuse me, Thursday morning for the ladies' Bible study. And, of course, next Sunday, Lord. We're expecting good things in Jesus' name. And everybody say.